guys, if you're listening and you're single, either learn to play an instrument go buy a guitar. or at least just go buy something. Go and buy like, one. You don't even need to learn it. Just take pictures with it. Yeah. It <laughs> might just get you the first date and then the girl will be like, what a loser. Like he's just posing. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Hello. We are very much back to our like old ways. It's late. We're recording late, and I'm wearing a face mask. Oh my gosh! You're just giving all the behind the scenes. Hey, we're not showing video, so you might as well have our description. Well, if you don't know who we are, I'm Gerald, and I'm Paulina. She's the girl in the face mask. Yes, and he <laughs> is the boy that has poor taste in music. The reason we started this podcast, apparently, to educate my earbuds because you think I have trash taste in music. Not anymore. After a year of doing this, because we have hit a year, I don't think that your music taste is that bad. That bad. So I it's don't still think it's somewhat bad. Sometimes. <laughs> We're getting off topic, but I know you have some music regs today. I do. So I have two. One okay. that I really like and one that I enjoyed, not super like. Okay. But I enjoyed enough to cover it. Okay. First, How to Exit a Room by The Main. I love The Main. Y- you do? Yeah. I, they were like one of my first concerts whenever I was younger. Were they really? Uh-huh. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I, I saw them at the House of Blues in Houston in like 2012 maybe or 2011. So over over a decade ago then. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Yeah. I don't think I realized that. Yeah. But I enjoyed the song. I liked it. It's, it's not like brand new. It was like a month ago or mm-hmm. so I think it came out, but it was good. And then I really liked one that was just released the other day from Skrillex and Boys Noise, Fine Day Anthem. Nice. Have you heard it yet? Yeah. New Music Friday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You heard it the same playlist I did. What did you like about it? I don't know. I just really enjoyed the beat. That was for it's like one that you get like dancing to a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is like kind of bass heavy. I don't know. I don't. Not like know super. If it's necessarily bass heavy, but I feel like you're starting to want to get more into EDM, and so you're exploring a little bit. I outside. guess it's it's more bass heavy than a lot of the other EDM songs yeah. I listen to. That's fair. So yeah. But I think you have some new music as well. I do. Okay. So this is the collab that I never knew that I needed, but I'm so glad it's here. I already know what you're going to say. It's really good. So Dominic Fike paired up with Weezer. How did I know you were going to cover because this Because I was song? raving about it. But they have this song called Think Fast, and I literally listened to the first five seconds, and I already knew I liked it, and then I listened and listened and listened and listened. So check that out. I'm actually really excited because we're going to get to see Dominic Fike in august we are mm-hmm, at the greek i don't think i remember that i don't even know if i told you okay. so we're New- going to see dominic news Fike. to me yeah anyways the other one that i thought i would plug is called disco dangerous by little dragon this one was also in the new music friday actually a lot of these were i was kind of we were both listening to it and wanting to plug some of those really good ones mm-hmm. so there's like a hundred that they release every friday that's a lot out of just the new music we need to tell people the ones that are actually good and the ones that are not yeah which ones to avoid exactly were there any this week that you just didn't like yes but i don't i wouldn't remember their name the name of the song they just don't even phase you. Well, because I'll skip it. I usually give a song like 30 seconds to a minute. And if I don't like it the first time, I may come back to it. But 
If I don't come back to that playlist, I'll just bye bye. Brutal. You're like a Simon Cowell on America's Got I know, Talent. <laughs> I know. Maybe we'll talk about it at some point. But I'm setting the scene. So we're going back to our all of our usuals. I'm okay. scene setting. So it's a typical plot in the movie where the nerdy guy falls for the popular cheerleader. And the cheerleader falls for the grunge, like, bad boy that always happens to be in a band. So, for once, let's not focus on the part of the love story that inevitably ends where the girl notices the shy guy. And instead, let's try to figure out why does she always fall for the guy in the band? Do you know? I do not, but it sounds like you basically described 10 things I hate about you. No, he's not in a band. No, but he's kind of cool, mysterious rock star type vibes. Yeah, but Kat didn't, she never had like a, she didn't like a shy guy. It was the other sister and she didn't even like him. She liked the bad boy. Well, whatever. Gerald, get your rom-coms together. Okay, my bad. Mister, you still like doing things and you don't even know what that plot is No, I did say, I do know what, whatever. Besides the point, have you not seen it being played time and time again where there's shy guy and then like guy in a band and they are like football guy or whatever like the cool stereotype is i feel like there's definitely a stereotype that musicians are attractive they're Mm -hmm. able to get partners and whatnot exactly yeah even if it was someone that was less attractive potentially they would be more average if they weren't in a band yeah kind of similar to like ugly celebrities getting a famous person exactly with musicians i mean that's like the whole joke about like groupies and everything right so yeah so today we're gonna explore what exactly makes musicians more attractive so is it the money or the fame is it the emotional connection that they're able to make with people through their music or is it maybe something more primal and we're gonna try to get all of those questions answered this week awesome yeah you want to lead us off yeah so i kind of wanted to look at it from a couple different perspectives just like the intro information on why might people be thinking that musicians are more attractive okay so from like the evolutionary psychology perspective darwin wrote in the descent of man that music notes and rhythm were first acquired by male and female progenitors of mankind for the sake of charming the opposite sex So I am thinking about it similarly to when peacocks display their feathers, kind of like a, hey, look at me, like I'm a potential suitor. So Darwin thinks of it as essentially music is a tool Mm -hmm, to to, charm the opposite sex. Attract like a mate. Yes. Basically. Okay. And he believed that music acts kind of as a courtship display in our search for a reproductive partner. Mm -hmm. And it could signal biological fitness and good genes by displaying advanced motor skills and cognitive ability to potential partners. Yeah. So some psychologists say that, I guess in a more broad sense, women are attracted to those with musical ability because back in caveman days, if a man had the time to be creative, it meant that they were so talented at just the basic survival skills that they had the chance to conjure upon an art in their spare time. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see that. I feel like if you're an overachiever or a high achiever and you're able to have a lot of different hobbies, even nowadays, it might not just be music, but in the broader sense, like workouts and music and you happen to like cook or something like that, then it's makes people feel like you're more attractive. Yeah, I know. I mean, I feel like 
everyone says hobbies in general are like attractive exactly I mean because no one wants someone who just doesn't do anything yeah so definitely I would agree with that and I know from the psychology perspective there's some other things that I saw when I was looking into this mm-hmm. as well as like it signals higher intelligence right potentially higher testosterone levels as well some like weird things that played into it of like why people might find musicians more attractive, more attractive? Mm-hmm. interesting yeah I do think that there's something different about music as opposed to just other hobbies that makes it elevates it per se as opposed to i don't know just like an artist or different kinds of people like bird watching or something right right or different kinds of hobbies yeah but some researchers suggest that playing an instrument signals potential mates that the person embodies yeah like intelligence like you said mindfulness potentially sensitivity Mm -hmm. determination because obviously it's not easy to learn an instrument by any means and if you're also a songwriter like you're able to i saw this one article that was talking about how they were and this wasn't one of the like actual psychological research documents that we read. Mm-hmm. This was more of like a pop culture like, oh, like maybe this is why it happens. Oh, okay, gotcha. But basically it was saying that back on the sensitivity aspect of it, it was saying, and this is more like with traditional gender roles, but basically like men a lot of times are not as expressive. And so a guy that can actually put the emotions and the thoughts into writing and like making a song, like it makes him more sensitive and like more communicative in the eyes of a female again this was not any of the, what i saw in like the actual serious research yeah articles it's that we like read a but hypothesis yeah yeah and i was like okay that's interesting i could picture that yeah but definitely for some people yeah no definitely for some people i mean it is a way of expressing yourself any sort of art not just music but <laughs> one more thing that i did want to kind of touch on as far as past research there was this one study in 2012 by the psychologist called like tiferet and basically the main conclusion was that visually displaying a musical instrument may increase male attractiveness in social media so if say you were a single guy on bumble or on hinge or whatever and you wanted to increase your chances of girls liking you and swiping right or left i don't remember which way it is okay clearly been dating for a really long time (laughs) but basically just having an instrument in your picture if you have a guitar or you're playing the piano or whatever it makes you more attractive Mm -hmm. which is wild if i had played an instrument would you have found me more attractive probably there we go anecdotal evidence right there folks that's the end of the episode end of discussion you heard it here first that's all we needed straight from her mouth oh my gosh so i did want to pose the question though because i've clearly kind of been focusing more on women finding men more attractive if they play music but do you think there might be any differences in men if they also have the same effect or what do you think i know you love miss dua but (laughs) so i agree with the original question of i think there are differences especially after reading this Mm -hmm. it seemed er, doing some research for this it seemed like that it has less of an effect on men Mm -hmm. as it does women right and that goes back to kind of general interest between men and women Mm -hmm. men find different things attractive about women than women do men and vice versa different personality traits hobbies 
Physical characteristics. Physical characteristics, all, all the above. So it, it does not surprise me that music might have a bigger impact on one than the other. Mm, I see. I see um, what you're saying. I, I don't know necessarily the full reasons of why it may impact mm-hmm. women more than men. Right. So there is actually evidence that the tendency to find a musician more attractive is, like you said, stronger for, among women. Mm-hmm. This sex was more likely to be receptive to romantic advances of guitarists compared to non-guitarists as well as accept a Facebook friend request from a man that they didn't know if he was shown to be a musician. Really? Yeah. In one particular study, when a man wasn't holding a guitar in his photo, only 3% of women accepted the request. But if he was holding a guitar, it jumped up to 28%. Oh, geez. That's a huge increase. Yeah. So, guys, if you're listening and you're single, either learn to play an instrument go buy a or guitar. at least just go buy something. Go and buy like, one. You don't even need to learn it. Just take pictures with it. Yeah. It <laughs> might just get you the first date and then the girl will be like, what a loser. Like, he's just posing. <laughs> he's a poser. Yeah. But, don't don't actually do that, guys. Yeah. That's bad advice. Okay. Last, like, mini study that I wanted to cover as far as like the intro information obviously we kind of are you know where we're headed towards in this episode we're going to start looking at some of the psychological studies and the differences between men and women Mm -hmm. but there was a 2017 study by this person named watkins and at the end of the study the conclusions were that ratings of males and females attractiveness depend on facial attractiveness and creative storytelling ability so that was one study but then they had like a follow-up study and that one showed that males overall attractiveness was similarly rated when less attractive faces were paired with creative texts and attractive faces with less creative text. So like basically what it was saying is that if you're less conventionally attractive, but more creative, people would rate you, yeah, about the same as someone that was more conventionally attractive, but less creative. I can picture that. And the interesting thing about this study too, is that it wasn't observed from men looking at females. So they, the attractiveness and the creativity didn't make a difference for guys. It did not. No. So like men would see someone that's conventionally less attractive, even if she's more creative as still less attractive. Oh, I see. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying a second ago, like the Mm -hmm. different interests between men and women. A lot of this that I was looking into is based off evolutionary psychology. And Mm -hmm. part of it it is obviously studies about that, especially between men and women in general. It's like what women on the evolutionary side we're looking for a mate versus men like women would look for more providers and yeah talked on someone who had time for creative interests clearly could provide because they had all this extra time oh but men on the other hand when they're looking for a mate they were looking for someone healthy that could birth kids bear children yeah and i think that's backed up in some modern studies Again, kind of outside the scope of this episode, Mm -hmm. but like how men go for women that are more into physical fitness Uh, um, because they can bear that strain a little bit easier, even more so than like women go for men that are into physical fitness. That's fair. You do see a lot of fit women going with dad bods. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that to each their own. So I know that there's like two major studies that both of us were very into and we kind of dove deep on them. So I wanted to let you go ahead and talk about yours first and then I'll go ahead and jump in and talk about mine. Yeah, so I'll touch I'll touch a little bit on the background of mine. So mine 
Because we are engineers. We had to be a little scientific had a, for had once. I a deep dive with the studies. Mine was called Attractiveness Ratings for Musicians and Non-Musicians, an Evolutionary Psychology Perspective. Okay. This is a study out of somewhere in Germany. I'll, I'll link it so you have get, uh, all the writers and the... Yeah, we're not trying to plagiarize. We're trying to give <laughs> all of those citations out. Well, and want y'all, to, if you're interested, to deep dive it yourself. Yeah, we're doing it a la Science Versus, which I said I wasn't going to plug any other podcast, but this isn't even a music one, so... Science Versus is a good podcast if you're looking for a science one. <laughs> but, so I guess a little bit of background, kind of what they were looking for. This is not the first study. Study in this area, as you touched on, you touched yeah. on some older ones from like the '90s and stuff, and twenty, yeah, and early, early 2000s. 2000s. So they they had some, they kind of based their hypothesis off some of those previous conclusions. They were expecting to find attractiveness ratings to be higher for musicians' profiles than non-musicians' profiles. Kind of like what we've been saying this whole time. Yeah. And they also wanted to make note that also due to just general preference for people that have the same interest and hobbies as you, they would expect people who play music to rate musicians even higher as well. That makes sense for sure. You know, it's the same as if you're a runner, you might be interested in someone else that runs. runs, If you play basketball, same thing. So there were 137 individuals that they ended up having in this study. 95 of them were female and the rest male. Wait, what? That, they didn't get like a even mix? Not even, but not. That, well, mine didn't either, but not even close. That's yeah, weird. No, no. It was, uh, the age range was from 16 all the way to 39 years old. 58. Individuals. Individuals. Test subjects. Test subjects. Oh my gosh. So they were single. Single. 65 were in a relationship. Eight were married. Five were in a casual affair. What? And one person was in an open relationship. Well, casual affair, like they were. I, I don't know what that, that means. Mean like they were dating casually or they were having casually having an affair i, I think it means casually dating okay that's what i thought but because like, i don't know what, who would own up to that I that's what i was thinking i'm like study. who said that they were having it? well five of them too at that so I think it's that's like the old Facebook, you know, it's complicated yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I, that's what I like picturing it as. That's so funny. Uh, and then 42% of people in the study reported to either play an instrument or to sing. Okay. So what we would call musicians, mm-hmm. I guess, for the sake of this. But they didn't specify the breakdown of men and women of the ones that liked music or played a musical instrument. I can't say for sure. Huh. That would be something that I feel like as just nitpicking on their I'm sure they experiment. Have. I'm sure they have that yeah. or something. But anyway, so participants were presented with descriptions. So these were written descriptions of 12 fictional people. Okay. Basically. And it was to mimic essentially a, a dating spiel from an online dating uh, website. Like, hi, I'm John B. I play the guitar. I am in finance. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and so they used some different things. So... Half of the profiles they were given described people who made music. Half described people that were not. Okay. One third of those musical profiles described people who make music in private. So they they only play or perform for themselves. For themselves, yeah. They're not trying to do it professionally. Exactly. The other third was people who play in public but are not professionals. And then the last third were described as professional musicians. To break down like whether you just like playing in public but don't do it for money. Can I? I just have a guess. My guess is that it would matter if you're a professional musician, it'll make you look more attractive. But if you're just like a casual player, it won't be. 
Okay, interesting hypothesis. Am I wrong? I'll tell you if you're right okay. in a minute okay. with the listeners. I'm going to make you do that for mine too then. Okay, that's okay. fine. Between all the musically, the like fake people they made up <laughs> and the fake people. The fake people and the fake affairs. <laughs> half were half were described as playing an instrument and the other half as singing. Oh, to, okay. to break it down. So it's not necessarily all instruments. It's not all singing. I don't think singing works the same. Not for me. Maybe it does. I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I'll go through in general the basic conclusions that they draw. Okay. I'll read verbatim from their discussion. In general, results failed to support the hypothesized higher attractiveness ratings for musicians compared to non-musicians. Interesting. Yeah, and they actually make note that this study does not corroborate some other studies. They're not saying that they're wrong. There were different yeah. methods used in this one. It was only in writing versus, like you mentioned, the pictures mm. of the guitars or meeting people With carrying, a, carrying guitar. a guitar. There's no visual aspect to it, so it's harder to kind of envision. Oh. Um, Oh, that, that's interesting, but actually. They also say when they take setting into account and some of the deeper breakdown they did, they found musicians who played an instrument or sang in a non-public setting were rated more attractive than non-musicians. And then the public musicians were rated as the least attractive. What? Exactly. So th but so the public, not professional. So in this discussion, it didn't, like that sentence, it didn't, it didn't break down. So I'm not for sure okay. what it meant. Okay. okay. Uh, again, these, these results were not really statistically significant. Oh, That's they're what, not? Well, that's why it said in general, they didn't find oh, well, a correlation. Yeah. It was just, you know, the basic study. But they also thought that kind of some of the failure for the general advantage of musicians was due to a lot of men in the study, the, the actual like male participants, mm -hmm. test subjects, as you said, test subjects. Uh, rated the public musicians as low attractiveness. Oh, so they just picked... So it's possible that that had an they impact. They just had a bad batch. On the, yeah, I Like, mean, sorry, you guys are not attractive enough compared to the average music. 130-something people is not insignificant, but it's well, not but a huge it's not, amount. Well, and that was 95 female. Yeah, so there were only so like 30-something male. I, yeah, I like kind of breezed, breezed through, through like skimmed through... No, I skimmed Spark through notes. yours. I sparked and noted yours. And... Just talking about the setup of your study, I think it could have been better stratified and the groups could have been... What? I know statistics words. Hey, <laughs> there's my little chemical engineering nerd. Oh my God. I took... I'm a math minor. That's where I know that from. <laughs> Anyways, I'm... What I'm saying is that this actual setup of the study, I think, could have been done more appropriately to minimize some of those random variables. Gotcha. Which I do feel like my study did a little bit better of, but I don't want to go into it until you're like done with your main conclusion. Yeah, so there were a couple others. They, they had some hypotheses for reasons for this. One was public courting versus private courting behaviors. So, hmm. so if you think about like on an evolutionary side or through history, you know, people might like being courted in private, not necessarily out in the open. Nowadays. So, yeah. I feel like back then though, wouldn't they bring a whole farm to your house and be like, here, father, I present this to your, One, for your daughter. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's but, pretty public. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you think even like it, if this is true evolutionary psychology, you kind of got to think back to cavemen and stuff. Playing music, you know, out loud, super loud might attract predators or something that could 
Oh. Get you or, you know. So oh, that's interesting. There's different actually. things huh. to it. But another key point, participants who did not make music themselves rated non-musician profiles as more attractive than musician profiles. Mm. And again, it didn't reach a statistical level of significance, but... That means it had um, a large p-value. Hey, there you go. You know how to design an experiment, (laughs) set up some controls. But on the same hand, they also saw that there was a tendency for people who did did make music to rate musicians higher as well. Yeah. So they were thinking there was some correlation between just people with the same interests, kind of like we were saying, running or basketball or something. Whatever you do. More attractive. That makes sense. That makes sense. Also, they want they wanted to know participants who made music themselves rated all profiles across the board as more attractive when compared to the participants who did not make music. Well, yeah, that's like kind of what you were just saying, right? No, 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 no. Like just every fake profile that they oh, rated, they just, on average, they rated higher than the non-musicians, people. I guess. That's yeah. funny. The main thing to, that they kind of stated at the end was it might not necessarily be the music of who you're looking at, but it, the music status of the raider. So whether you play an instrument uh, or something might have a bigger impact on your judgment. Again, because you might find people with similar interests more attractive. I guess I could see that. But again, this is not necessarily like to disprove any of the other studies or anything. They it did. was just a different way of doing it. Exactly. They made some statements in there that explained why they might have seen these mm. uh, conclusions. Again, we'll link the whole thing yeah. in the description so you can do your own Research. looking into it. Yeah. yeah. A little bedtime story for you to go to before being Oh my Uh, Okay, so I actually found a study that more so corroborated our hypothesis of, well, I I thought musicians are more attractive in general. I don't know if you thought that. Well, I know you think that. You like Chase, uh, what's his name? I'm not going to say it. Lawrence? I'm not going to say it. Is that it? it? Yeah, it's Chase Lawrence. I never said that the musician theory was not, like, applicable to me. I could sit here, I could start naming off all your musical crud. No, I'm just kidding. We'd be here all night. Whatever. (laughs) The study that I found is called Darwin's Sexual Selection Hypothesis Revisited. Musicality increases sexual attraction in both sexes. For a little bit of background info on the people that were doing this study, they had previously demonstrated that music varying in emotional content increased the perceived attractiveness and dating desirability of opposite sex faces only in females compared to a control. So men didn't have that. Okay. So the more like emotional that your music was, the more attractive females found men. Okay. What they hypothesized was that music priming would increase sexual attraction in females. And they generally predicted the same effects for men, but it was going to be a little bit weaker. And what they mean by music priming was that the subjects were going to be played music while looking at a person. And they were going to be told that that person's music was what they were hearing. So that was kind of like the priming. Okay, kind of get them to relate the music with the picture with the, or whoever they're well, looking at. With the at. person, yeah. yeah. Because like you said, yours was just looking at a picture of a person. No, not even that, just a description. Or just a description, right. And the one that I talked about earlier, which was with a picture, did like kind of say, yes, when you had the guitar on you in your picture, you were more attractive. So mm-hmm. we go from yours, that's just like a verbal description. Mm-hmm 
to the picture and then this is actually using another one of your senses which is your auditory sense yeah. and so basically like i said they predicted that female facial attractiveness should not be strongly influenced by musical priming in males so basically men were not going to have much of an effect they didn't and women have a were strong have, of a reaction yeah that that was their hypothesis so how the study was actually conducted there was 23 men and 35 female psychology students all of whom were heterosexual. Okay. All participants reported being single and not in a relationship. There was some other particular things for females. So they were not to be taking hormonal contraception, not pregnant and not breastfeeding. And then one other thing, when they were looking for their participants, the two groups of male and female participants didn't differ statistically with respect to age, years of musical training, role of music in their life, and the liking for the piano music played in the experiment. So basically what they were trying to do is get a similar of a group of people, like either they all like music and they all have like a basic knowledge of the piano and they all like it. So basically trying to Yeah, as remove, similar of a group as they could. Yeah, and remove some of the things that your study, I think, had that, you know, some people did play music and others didn't. Some people maybe liked music and others didn't. Well, I think that was kind of like intentional in my study. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but like in my opinion, the less variability that you have in the study, the more that you can be confident in those results. That's true. You just generally draw less results. Exactly. You will mm -hmm. draw less conclusions. So like I said, participants were shown numerous images that depicted the faces of members of the opposite sex, and they played recordings of solo piano music at the same time. They were told that the music they were hearing had been played by the person whose face they were looking at. And then they were asked to rate the faces on how sexually attractive they were and how likely they were to go on a date, have a one night stand, or be in a long-term relationship with a person in question. Mm -hmm. So kind of a couple levels of like short-term to long-term relationships. relationships. And then the results from this test were then compared with a control group who viewed and rated the faces without any suggestion that the people depicted were musicians. Okay. Okay. So as far as some of the conclusions for this study, first one is that musicality related to instrumental music may be a potential cue in mate choice in both sexes with stronger effects in females than in males. So they did prove their hypothesis. They did, yeah. And so I'll go a little bit more into the details of that. So researchers found that both men and women rated faces in the first musical group as more desirable for long-term dating, but only the female participants rated the musical faces as more sexually attractive than the control group. Mm. So they basically differentiated, okay, one, like I could see the long-term dating and one is just like the sexual attraction. And so, that had an impact on, on females. females. But, but not, not on males. yeah oh, but okay. for long-term dating they're like yeah why not like i could see so that does kind of prove in a sense like the evolutionary psychology theory yeah and agree with some of those older studies too yeah i mean i wouldn't say it necessarily proves it but it no none of these on their own prove it. exactly but it can be added on to those theories of evolutionary psychology mm -hmm. the last thing that i did want to talk about was this study also went into effects of like high arousing which it was talking about was more like complex music i don't necessarily Wait, so like more complex music was more arousing they were 
were, they basically posed it as like complex music is higher arousal versus less complicated music is less arousing. And so they were kind of looking at the effects on the complication in the music mm -hmm. into the sexual attractiveness and desirability of the music people. Okay. So like if they played them like some Beethoven symphony that's like super intense and like you really have to know what you're doing versus like chopsticks. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just like that chopsticks is your example. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of what I mean. So one is definitely more complex than the other. Mm -hmm. They were going into that, but this was a very like long study. So I want to kind of focus on like the high level stuff. But if you're interested, like we said, it's all going to be linked. Yeah. So then they also looked at music-induced pleasantness and the effect it had on sexual attraction also in this study. So you can read more about that in the links. Awesome. So yeah, no, I mean, overall, from my reading, and not necessarily the, the study I deep dive, but the one you did mm -hmm. and some of the older ones we found, it definitely seems like research indicates that musicians are more sexually oh, attractive sure. than non-musicians. Yeah. It's not just a stereotype or something in TVs and, mm -hmm. and movies. One thing, though, that I would want to know, at least with, like, famous musicians, because this is kind of talking about, like, your everyday... It's not like it was showing them pictures of Joe Jonas and be like, rate him, you know? Because mm -hmm. they'd all say he's smoking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but I'm not kidding. <laughs> what I was going to say is that I do... I would be interested in knowing what effect, like, fame and money potentially has on the attractiveness of musicians and like how people deem them attractive. There might not necessarily be studies on famous musicians, but I'm sure there's studies on like famous people Yeah, in no, I'm, I'm sure there is. And, and like we of, can kind of guess what that would say, but. Yeah. But yeah. So final thoughts? I'm honestly impressed that we were able to find kind of so much data that backed up yeah. what we were originally going in with, which was that musicians are hot yeah and i guess it definitely seems to hold more true for male musicians than female musicians yeah which for, is interesting i mean it it seems like it's like that agrees with the sexual selection hypothesis and like mm -hmm. evolutionary psychology of it did you know much about evolutionary psychology before this episode basics i mean i've never looked into it yeah, in same. depth but i think everyone knows like certain things of, there's that stereotype that always goes around or that it's quoted, it's like women always look for like one partner and men look, look for multiple. For like the pack, yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone's kind of heard that. Yeah. Well, if you are a psychologist or someone with a lot of thoughts on this episode, definitely make sure to email us with all of the questions, comments, anything that you might want to let us know about in regards to this episode or any other episode. Yeah, and we'll put a poll in this episode so you can tell us if you think musicians are more attractive or not. Yeah, for sure. Tell everyone where they can find us. So you can find us on Instagram at educate.your.earbuds.pod or TikTok at educate.your.earbuds. Also email <laughs> us anytime at educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com. You can do topic ideas, questions about anything we've already covered. Mm -hmm. We'd be happy to talk about in more detail. Exactly. I was going to say, last but not least, make sure that you rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, iHeart Podcast. Maybe we're going to get a Threads account soon. 
Maybe. Potentially. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. Share it with your friends. It really does help. We do appreciate it. It helps us bring you these episodes every week because we love doing it. Exactly. And with that, bye y'all. Thanks for listening.